Good morning. Foreign Minister Penny Wong will fly to Beijing this morning to meet with her Chinese counterpart. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese said the visit was made at China's invitation following sideline talks with President Xi Jinping at last month's G20 summit in Bali. It's the first time since 2019 that an Australian minister has visited our biggest trading partner and it follows years of tensions inflamed by Beijing's $20 billion ban on Australian exports. Department store giant David Jones is back under Australian ownership after being sold to a private equity firm. It's understood the 185-year-old company was bought by Anchorage Capital Partners for around $100 million. It brings to an end the troubled ownership of South Africa's Woolworths Holdings, which paid $2.1 billion for David Jones back in 2014. Police have issued an urgent appeal to help find a woman and her three sons who were missing from Sydney's southwest. Elizabeth Hartley and sons Matthew, Christopher and Mitchell were last seen at a park in Campbelltown on Sunday afternoon. It's believed they may be with a 49-year-old man driving a red Jeep with Queensland number plates. Police say there are serious concerns for their welfare as the children have conditions that require medication. Anyone with information is is urged to call triple zero. Three Victorians have been charged with a string of offences after a crowd stormed the pitch at an A-League match in Melbourne over the weekend. A 23-year-old who allegedly threw a metal bucket at a victory goalkeeper is facing nine charges, including violent disorder, intent to cause injury and unlawful assault, while a 19- and 18-year-old are also being charged with separate assaults. They will face court in February. It comes as police release more images of people who allegedly took part in the pitch invasion. The federal government's new five-star rating system for aged care homes has revealed some disturbing results, with only 1% receiving the top score of five stars. Most were acceptable with three, but the industry's now on notice. Poor operators will be named and shamed. It's bingo day at this nursing home. The aged care minister pays a visit, telling residents they're at the best-rated facility in Queensland. I think it's a lovely place. Others aren't so lucky. The federal government's new rating system has revealed that of the more than 2,500 residential aged care centres, only 1% received five stars. That's just 21 homes. The majority, 54%, received three stars, which is an acceptable quality of care, and 1% with a one-star rating meaning significant improvement is needed. This is a industry that has been in crisis and I think sunshine is the best disinfectant. We want this to really spark a discussion. It's based on factors like food quality, safety of residents including instances of falls and injuries, weight loss, the use of physical restraints and medications and staffing levels. Staffing is critical to everything we do and we know there are real work workforce challenges. The government is hoping the star ratings will shame some of the poorer facilities to lift their standards. But the opposition has questioned the accuracy of the system. I'd be calling on the government 
to take down their star ratings until they can be absolutely sure that the information that's provided on their website is accurate and up to date. Some experts agree, saying it'll unnecessarily scare residents and their families. Does it have any real meaning? Because it's almost impossible to move from one place to another. But the peak body for older Australians is confident this will drive improvements. We would expect to see over time uh, providers' uh, ratings lifting. To find your facility, head to this website and click Find a Provider. Jennifer Beshwati, 7 News. A landmark deal aimed at safeguarding biodiversity has been struck at a UN summit in Canada. Nearly 200 countries, including Australia, have agreed to put humanity on a path to living in harmony with nature by 2050. The deal includes targets to protect 30% of the planet by the end of the decade. There will also be protection for vital ecosystems and the rights of Indigenous peoples. A group of interstate volunteers will spend their Christmas helping South Australians through their flooding crisis. A specialist swift water rescue team has been deployed from Queensland ahead of the Murray River's peak. It's important to repay the favours. We've had issues in Queensland in the last 12 months where we've asked for assistance from other states and they've been able to help, help us, so it's nice to be able to return the favour. Flows are forecast to reach up to 220 gigalitres a day next week.